Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Buckeye Bombast with Bill Haven and the boy. Quite exciting indeed. Football is almost here. Well, I mean, it's already here, but uh, the big slate of week one games are almost here. And today we got our picks for you. That's right. We got a full slate a of slate. games. A 25 full set of games. And so we're going to go through, uh, give our picks, give our confidence points on each one. And we got a doozy for you today because normally we have uh, usually between five and eight uh, different picks. I believe we got 11. We got ourselves uh, 11 different. different picks. So that means one of us will be uh, ahead going into next week. So should be exciting. Let's get right into Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah, Old Miss, ranked 21st, uh, home against Troy. Spreads 22 and a half, and uh, I'm actually going to take Troy to cover this. I don't think they will upset Old Miss by any means, uh, but with we, we talked about Ole Miss in their preview with all that they lose, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, I do think they're going to take a step back, and uh, Troy does return quite a bit. I think they will be better this year, and I think they – Maybe give Ole Miss a little bit of run for their money in that first half. Keep it keep it under three touchdowns. Give me Troy with nine. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that um, Troy will probably lose. I think Ole Miss ultimately will win. Um, but Troy, they weren't good last year. I think they had a losing record, but they return a crap ton. And with Ole Miss, a lot has been made about what uh, Kiffin did in the transfer portal. But until they all come together and mesh together, you know, it's, you know, wait and see. And at the end of the day, he's never had a good defense uh, at Ole Miss. I don't see that changing, really. And so I, I think Troy will definitely hang in on this game. I think they'll ultimately lose, but I'm pretty confident that uh, they're going to they're going to ride into the fourth quarter. All right. 14 USC at home versus Rice. High spread again, 33 and a half. Uh, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma, though, they brought in a wealth of talent in the transfer portal. Well, I'll click right away. Don't know. Uh, but much more talented than Rice. There's no reason why they shouldn't cover that spread. Uh, but, you know, because it's USC, uh, what they've been in the past, I did put a little bit less on it. Uh, 11 on the Trojans. Yeah, Rice is terrible, and that's the that's the reflection of my pick. I think with Lincoln Riley and the talent he has assembled, um, he you know, we've seen it in the past at Oklahoma. He makes no bones about running that score up, and Rice is an easy opponent to do it on. So I think they're just going to mollywop them. Yeah. Next are Chanticleers versus Army. The privilege roosters against uh, cadets. Even though, even though it's at home, no idea why Coastal Carolina's favored. Uh, I like Army to win this game easily. That's why I put 19 on them. Uh, they lost a whole bunch, pretty much the whole offense besides the quarterback. Uh, I think that line play is really going to struggle, especially against an Army team that for a whole four quarters is just like, you know, come toe-to-toe with us on the line. We're just going to run it down your throat for 60 minutes. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that one, Chanticleers. 
Yeah, I, I think the uh, the charm is about to uh, run out for the Chanticleers, and I, and I think it's a tough team to play when you're a team like the Chanticleers, and you come into your own, and then uh, you start to lose some talent, and then you have to play Army. To your point, it's a very disciplined team, and it's a it's it's a it's a mindset, it's a it, the, uh, formations and philosophy, and all of that is just so different than what the, the, the privileged roosters would be used to, and I just think it's going to be tough for them, and I am definitely taking Army. All right, another big one, Florida versus seventh-ranked Utah. Utah favored by two and a half going on the road to the swamp. This is one I went back and forth on for quite a while. Um, Florida, you know, should be a little bit better this year, still a little bit of unknown, but I know they're really excited, uh, especially about, uh, Anthony Richardson coming back. Uh, the biggest key to me, honestly, in this game is who can be more physical. You know, Utah, especially under Kyle Winningham is going to try to be physical going to the swamp though, especially for a team like Utah, it's a tough place to play. I mean, I've never been there, uh, but even from non sec fans, I, I, hear that it's uh, one of one of the toughest places to play in the country. Uh, can't say much on that, but no reason not to not to believe that. Uh, it's a tough environment. It's going to be hot as balls, uh, you know, first weekend of September down there. So that in itself is going to be tough as well. I'm going to take Utah with three because I do believe they are the better team. Uh you know, equal amounts of talent. And so it's just who's going to be able to out-physical the other. I would not be surprised at all if Florida wins this game, uh, especially with how Utah has started in the past, uh, especially if, if their offense doesn't click right away. Uh, but I expect this probably to be a, a slugfest in a lower-scoring game. Uh, it's just, you know, which team is going to get first or make that mistake first. Uh, I, this game could go either way. And so I, I'm going to take what I think is the better team in Utah, uh, but like I said, I would not be surprised at all if Florida won this game at home. For me, it's because it's in Florida. If this were at Utah, I would probably pick Florida. But the simple fact is Utah is not as talented as Florida. And that's one of the things I've said. Utah is basically the Wisconsin of the Pac-12. Uh, very well coached, develops players very well maintain some consistency on defense, and just a consistent program and culture. But they do not recruit all that well. And the talent is developed, raw talent, from you know your three stars and whatnot. It is not the class of individual that they have at Florida. And given the fact that this is at Florida and there's some optimism with the new coach, uh, I'm giving the edge to Florida, and I'm taking it with low confidence, and it, it's because of that, though. Florida is the more talented team. Mo make no bones about it. And it is in Florida. Utah has to travel all the way across this, the, the country, similar to Oregon, uh, to take on Florida. And, you know, let's not forget, as hyped up as Utah is right now, a lot of that is because of two reasons, three reasons, really. Three reasons. Number one, Yes, they have Cam Rising and some returning players that um, got them to the Rose Bowl last year. Okay, so fair. The other two reasons are relative. Number one, 
they beat the crap out of a media darling, Oregon, which I didn't think was all that big of a deal. You know, Oregon has been hyped up the past few years. Mario Cristobal hyped up the past few years. Didn't surprise me that Utah drilled them. And then they played a terrible Ohio State defense uh, to the wire in the Rose Bowl. And because of those things, they have been overhyped more than they should be. You look at the beginning of the year last year for Utah, they started off really sad. They lost to a couple of uh, Mountain West teams. Um, they had an inexplicable loss to Oregon State. Okay? That's Utah. That's the type of consistency. Yes, you get a, an 8-4, and four, a 9-3, and three, sometimes slightly above type of team, but it all comes with the same mix. They have one or two games where they really shine, but they have some real stinkers. And so I think them going across the country to Florida, who is a more talented team, I think Florida comes out on top. Fair enough. Uh, next game... 20th ranked Kentucky versus Miami. Well, I'm not high on Will, Le- Will Levis especially. I do think Kentucky should absolutely spank Miami, cover that 19.5 point spread. Give me 20 on Kentucky. Yeah, uh, you know, I obviously didn't speak very glowingly of Kentucky uh, in the SEC preview, but I do recognize here again, you know, much more talented team on their home field, Miami. Um, a middling team at best in the MAC, and I think that they don't return very much, so I don't really see much uh, hope for Miami here. I'm, I'm going with UK as well. Next up, the top-ranked Crimson Tide at home against Utah State. 38-and-a-half, man. Those are the spreads that you're just like, do I really want to pick this? Uh, but after watching Utah State against UConn really struggle. <laughs> right. Um, offensively especially last week. And I do think, you know, Utah State can get it together and still compete for the Mountain West. But I thought, realistically, what's Alabama going to score? And I said, probably 52. Okay, so if they score 52, they have to hold Utah State to 13. And I think, you know, that sounds about like the right score, 52 to 13. So (laughs) give me Alabama with 15. Yeah, I I agree. It's a similar mindset I had. Um, Yeah, Utah State struggling against UConn. Uh, who up until now is probably the worst uh, FBS team. Um, Didn't really matter what the spread was going to be almost, but to that point, yeah, I do think Bama with a Heisman Trophy winning uh, returning quarterback. um, Offense is going to be good, and their defense is going to be a lot better this year. I don't think Utah State's going to score much of anything uh, on Bama. So, yeah, to me it was a no-brainer to take Bama on this one. Yep, and then the uh, next game in that uh, night primetime game, our second-ranked Buckeyes versus the fifth-ranked Fighting Irish. Uh, We waxed poetic about it last episode, so if you didn't hear it, go listen to that, of course. Yeah, we have the spread at 15.5. I know it's moved up a little bit, um, but I picked Ohio State to win by 21. I think the offense will shine, Uh, and of course, you know, Got to put the money where the mouth is. So putting all the confidence, 25 on the Buckeyes. The very same. Uh, And, yep, to your point, we've already talked about it. At the end of the day, I just think Ohio State has way too much, and Notre Dame just will not be able to keep up. All right, Mississippi State versus Memphis. Mississippi State 15 and a half. 
last year had trouble with these type of teams, uh, but I do think Mississippi had a struggle State is with this be team. Good this year. Yeah, they did. Uh, but I think this is a much better Mississippi State team. Uh, I do like that offense uh, to really shine, and especially at home, I think they went comfortably. Give me Mississippi State with 17. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they did win this game last year only by two points, but um, they're like on opposite ends of the spectrum with respect to returning players and production. Uh, I don't really expect a lot out of Memphis this year. Um, Mississippi State, though, we've talked about it as much as we love Mike Leach. He can put out some really goofy stinkers himself sometimes. And so it does worry me a little bit, uh, but I'm still going to go with Mississippi State uh, with 17. 16, sorry. We have 16, yeah. We have next Syracuse at home versus Louisville. Louisville favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm higher on Louisville this year, not on Syracuse. I think the spread's way too low. I think Louisville is comfortably going to win by double digits. Uh, I, I really like the offense, especially against uh, Syracuse, who I think is, is going to struggle on offense. So give me 21 on Louisville. Yep, similar mindset. When I saw the spread that low, I'm like, okay, got to take Louisville because if I just look at them uh, without any spread next to it, I would pick Louisville to win. So with that spread, it was pretty easy for me uh, to take them with fairly high confidence as well. Washington at home versus Kent State. And this is an interesting one. Washington, 21 and a half. Uh, I don't think the spread should be that high. I don't think uh, the offense really be all that different from last year. And then they really struggled last year. I mean, they, good Lord, they lost to an FCS team, even a better one last year. Uh, Kent State, obviously a middling Mac team, but I think they should be decent. I think this spread should be lower. Uh, I think Kent State easily keeps this under three touchdowns, which is why I put such high confidence on them at 18. Well, I mean, firstly, what I'll say is clearly I am not very confident in this game. Um, so I've got one on, on the team that I'm choosing to win. But at the end of the day, it, again, it's all the way out there in Washington. Kent State, they were okay last year. They surprisingly have been getting some hype uh, from some different media outlets, and I really don't understand it. Um, they don't really return much of anything. They were mediocre last year. And the fact is they're going out to Washington, and I think just because of that, I, I hesitate because that spread is way high, and you know, go listen to our Pac-12 preview. right? You'll hear that I don't have a lot of faith in Washington as it is. So I am going to go with Washington with my one in terms of confidence. All right, moving to the Sunday night game, LSU, Florida State in New Orleans, practically a home game for LSU, three and a half point favorites. This one, you know, this could go either way. A lot of unknowns on both teams. We saw Florida State play a, you know, terrible FCS team. Not really much to take from that, though. Uh, I'm going to rely on LSU and their talent uh, this Possibly could go either way, uh, but being at home, I uh, just like this LSU team better, I think, plus better coach uh, and Brian Kelly definitely than I think Ed Orgeron. And so, you know, first game, uh, a lot of hype there. 
Uh, I think it'd be a competitive game, but I think the spread is low enough uh, where I think LSU could win by a touchdown. So I'm going to take LSU with 16. Yeah, not so fast, my friend. This one, in to me, is one of the most intriguing games uh, of this week one slate. As I look, you talk about talent, okay? Let's talk about that for a second. I've been talking about it every year, and that's why Florida State has been frustrating because Florida State is an uber-talented team. Uh, over the past five years, they've averaged the 19th uh, recruiting class. Compared to LSU, they've averaged the 14th recruiting class. So there's not a big separation in terms of talent. You add on top of that the fact that Florida State, they return a lot of production. They're one of the highest returning uh, production teams. And then you have LSU over on the other side where they, I think, only return three starters on defense. It's Brian Kelly's first year. And by another mode of comparison, Brian Kelly took Notre Dame. Notre Dame over the past five years averages roughly at the 12th ranked recruiting class. So even better than both of those schools. He took that team into Florida State last year and was lucky to come out with a win. They only won by three points. Uh, so he's been there with a talented team in Florida State. And I think that team Florida State had last year, this team is going to be much better. Now, will they be world beaters? Will they get back to being Florida State? I don't know. Probably not. But I think that this one, this is the year, if, if these two teams are going to match up, I think this is Florida State's game to have, and I'm very confident that Florida State's going to win this game. I mean, I don't know, very confident if you're only putting 11 on it. Well, yeah, I mean, compared to, you know, other things and compared to the fact that it's LSU and everybody makes it a foregone conclusion that LSU is going to win this game. Fair enough. Move on to the last game. Clemson, ranked number four on the road at Georgia Tech. This is one of those gut feelings. I'm finishing. I'm going to take Georgia Tech only with one. Uh, I feel like Clemson should absolutely uh, demolish Georgia Tech, uh, especially with that team just absolutely decimated. You know, I think this should be like a 52-7 game like years in the past, but, you know, they don't have Trevor Lawrence. And I think if they did, the spread would probably be around 35. Uh, so this is kind of just uh, prove it to me, Clemson. Prove that your offense can do something this year, and, you know, you should actually beat teams like you should. Um, but until that, I'm just going to be hesitant. I'm just going to take Georgia Tech with one. So this game is similar to the NC State game for me in terms of this is where you got to show me something. You know, NC State, we talked very highly of them. Go out this first game and show me something. With Clemson, it's the same thing. I expect their defense to be really good. I don't expect Georgia Tech to score much of anything. Um, I see them at the high end of about maybe 13, 14 points. That means... Clemson has to muster about 35, 36 points, and they should. To your point, they really, really should. We both picked them to win uh, that conference, the ACC, and if they can't cover this spread in the first game against Georgia Tech, then hmm, maybe NC State does have a better shot. I don't know, but I really do 
think that Clemson's going to. I think their defense is going to be much better, and I don't think their offense can help but be better. I think they started to turn it on a little bit last year. It's Georgia Tech. Um, so I'm very confident Clemson's going to cover this one. All right. Full 25 games listed for you there, 11 different ones. Uh, should be exciting. I think I definitely took a little bit extra risk here, but oh, I don't care. It's first week of football, exciting stuff. Depending on how I do, maybe I'll back it off next week. But uh, should be should be a good week of football. Of course, we'll be at the Ohio State game, so can't wait. Go Bucks! Let's play some football. What that translates to for y'all listening is the boy is saying that you have been mollywopped with another fantastic episode of Buckeye Bombass with Bellhaven and the boy. Mollywopped. <laughs>